had a long day today. Yeah, we did. It's great. So we just got back from a great outing, visiting like-minded people, an all-day affair. Well, it was but more like the got, whole weekend, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the whole weekend, really. Yeah. It was awesome. But uh, for today, at any rate, we came back and decided to take the easy way of ordering in a little late night takeaway <laughs> and we had some things on our minds so welcome absolutely for those of you who are new just joining us you are listening to the podcast a shaman plus a psychic <laughs> and our general ramblings we should probably put that in at some point <laughs> oh man well, again for those that are new we've often been asked or you know the remark has been made to us that they do anything to be a fly on the wall listen to listen to our conversations because <laughs> of the tidbits that we discuss um, outside of us so yeah here you are you get to be a fly on the wall Here's our conversations. (laughs) The good kind of fly, of course, yes. Yeah. So I was thinking Uh, we should should probably go slightly deeper. This might be a part one, just so you guys know, since we're kind of, we're a little bit tired right now, but. Yeah, I think we should call this a part one so that we can come up with all the rest of our ideas after. Yeah. yeah. After some rest. But you were saying that you were thinking about compassion, care, and forgiveness. Yeah. So how does that come out, come up for you today or tonight? Well, like I mentioned at the train station, like having to go to that specific area was kind of big for me because of the female that shall not be named. <laughs> And and stopping there was always a it always made me cringe because of the memory associated with it. Right. So us having to go out there today, it did. I wasn't cringing per se, but I felt the old rummaging trying to creep up. You know, and it it was it was it was strange because even though I felt those rummagings going on, I also felt really excited to see our people. So now you have a new association for that. Well, it was big area. because well, imagine this, right? So. And I, I definitely think this was one of those things that was not, uh, it wasn't a synchronicity. Like this was something that somewhere in me needed to be dealt with. Because remember, when you looked at the mapping out, it said that that was the station we needed to get off at. Right, there were. And then when we were got there, 
your mapping was saying, no, 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 go to the next station. <laughs> yes. So I think it was clearly designed that you were to get to that station. Ultimately, it is the nearest station to our people's place. Yeah. Um, but our next next leg should have um, it would have been easier had we went the next station up. But clearly, it was designed that you had to heal this. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Go for it. Now that you have a new association with that that station in question, mm-hmm. I gave you that slight cringe, mm-hmm. do you feel a forgiveness to the person associated? in, Or some kind of a new type of forgiveness? Well, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, yes, I do. Um, but also being completely honest, I don't want to. Why not? I I chalk it up to my Gemini nature. I don't want to ever be able to have to forgive that person because the choices that they made just it 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 was really annoying in the face of everything that they were offered. Everything that they asked the universe for and everything that they received. So my Gemini Monday nature really does not want to forgive them. But the truth of the matter is, deep at my core, the moment that we, when we got off the train, we got down that elevator, we walked onto that street, immediately my all my heartstrings just went boom and it was done okay like you know what i mean so there's a there's a very tiny part of me that is throwing a tantrum that why in the fuck did i have to forgive like what the hell what the hell (laughs) i thought we were being mad about this Fine. I find it so much wasted energy. Maybe it's because my nature is to have, I mean, Scorpio, I tend to have so much anger as a standing basis that I have to let go of some of it. So I find that whole forgive and forget concept, like the forgiveness is so that you no longer need to think about it, that they are so, that the thing or a situation or person now become so inconsequential you no longer need to think about it see i find that that is and a really interesting way to look at like it. it's almost a cold way of doing it whereas yours is like still in the passion of it i think you should probably say that again because i don't think some people really really get what you just did right there okay well for my nature i have as a scorpio and it is true for me <laughs> I do have, in general, a significant amount of anger rumbling around me at all times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an entire fire element. It's the creativity, but also the temper and mm-hmm. all of those bits. Mm-hmm. So I find when it comes to the consideration of forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, again, that forgive and forget always comes to mind. And the reason it really appeals to me is that something I read a number of years ago, too, said that forgiveness is 
the power for you, is a power unto you, not the other person that you are forgiving. Forgiveness allows you to let go of all that pain or all that anger and releases it from your entire consciousness. So, in a sense, it helps my anger because when I forgive, I'm allowed to forget. Basically, they become inconsequential as, as in they no longer matter. <laughs> I need give no thought to that thought, to that process. They have wasted my time. However, I will not put a single moment's more thought into it because I have other better things to put my mind to. That is fascinating. Because it doesn't. No, I'm. Because I, otherwise, I, I would get too caught up in it. I know I you know said I it would get too cold. caught up in it, and I would go full. Like I would go full revenge, vengeance, and all that if I really needed to. But what is the point? Who is that helping? Is that helping me? No, not really. So let me do the opposite and never let it enter my mind again. And to you. And meanwhile, being a psychic, if that be the case. I usually send a good emotional jolt of that their way as a last bit of a <laughs> revenge. <laughs> so a little bit of a, a bit of a, you matter not at all. <laughs> Toss it at them <laughs> as I let it go. A little bit of my vindictive nature, but so but it does. Help me. It's a, not. It's not like I'm throwing a curse. It's just, just throwing a little. I know what you're saying. Here's here's a flip side to that because I think this may be still applicable in some way. I think it's, <clears throat> I think it's still important not to forget. But in the context of what you're saying, let me kind of hone that in a, a bit. Um, before you go further, because I want, and I realize now I should clarify, when I say forget, I mean forget the pain and any holding on or anger the lesson from the event remains but i am now allowed to forget their name their you know individual traits and such for the most part i can i can forget any and all of those inconsequential bits the only thing i need to remain is you know the lesson i may have learned Every time I, I should note too, every time I do that forgive thing, mm -hmm. the deeper part is what is, I steal myself for requiring a little more trust the next time or paying attention to my tr trust level the next time, just mm -hmm. a little further. Because I do assess it psychically <clears throat> first before I do go through that process so that I know where my judgment may have erred. Right, and I, I, I get that part of what you're saying. So, my, my addendum to that would be not to forget the lessons, like you said, but I think it's important to separate the emotional pain from the pains caused. So... Some, sometimes the two seem to be the same, but I've been able to kind of look at it. I've been able to use that as a way for me to delineate 
how I'm actually going to resolve me forgiving someone. So I never want to forget the pain caused because that's going to, that is what I use to help me understand, okay, what was my mistake? Where did I err? Where did I, like, where did I ignore the signs that this person was on some bullshit? Where did I say, oh, that's probably not, that's probably not what they mean. Like, where did I make that mistake? So, for me, I don't want to forget the pain caused. But I, it's important for me to separate the emotional pain. In other words, basically, from what I've seen with myself, those emotional pains is basically me being really pissed off that I actually made that mistake. I get that too. That's where my assessment comes in. Right. How did I make that mistake? Where was my thought process? Was it a conscious mistake or was it something that I legitimately should have seen coming and didn't? Right. Things like that. As in, do I need to purposefully avoid doing la-di-da or is this simply a matter of me taking the risk and just just so that you uh, I just thought I should I I do find it easier to forgive the ones where I took the risk Mm. where I recognized the risk and decided to try it anyway and it ended up failing those are easier to forgive because I feel that I knew what I was getting into in the first place. Right, whereas gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Otherwise, it blindsides me. Mm-hmm. And see, I, I want to I want to make another point for our listeners here, because I'm 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 quite certain that some would look at this and find it contrived that you're a psychic and you didn't see something coming. Like you know what I mean? Or I'm a shaman mm-hmm. and how did I, you know? I shouldn't be making mistakes. And like there are people who would have that opinion. So I just want to make it really clear at this point. There is a strong human element to the work that we do. And there's a strong growth element to the work that we do. And I can promise you that anybody who is really into this field would have been experiencing the same thing. Not everybody is willing to come out like we are right now and say, hey, look, man, I fucked up. <laughs> like, there are not a lot of people in this industry who will ever do that because they'll find it embarrassing. But the fact well, of the is. matter is, yeah, well, it is. It is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. For, but it's embarrassing to one's self. Thoroughly. I was going to add some in about that, mm-hmm. but I'll let you finish your thought first. Yeah, so... It's embarrassing to one's self because you one huge part of this field is that okay I just I have to take a minute because it it is an emotional thought for me to be able to express it. It is such a powerful part of this field to always 
look at a person or situation with the eyes of light. And by that, well, what I mean by that is essentially you try to always just see the good in the situation and in the people involved in the situation. And there's this absurd amount of hope that you have that in spite of all of the bells and flags and fucking sirens that go off, you think, you know, it would be so nice if this person didn't fuck up. It would be so nice, or, you know, the positive statement, it'd be so nice if this person were able to truly see like where they're at and how incredible of a universe this really is that it placed them right at the answer that they asked for like like how cool would that be if that person just just was able to acknowledge that from the universe and you get really caught up in that thought and then you start ignoring the fucking sirens like, you start ignoring the need for a fucking SWAT team. There's something we've repeatedly said mm-hmm. that I recall that fits here. Mm-hmm. We regularly say about any person or situation that we're involved in, mm-hmm. we'll say, I really want this one to work yes. out right. Yes. That's our go-to. It's, I re- because we recognize that you have to use the positive statements. So yes. we'll say, I really want this one to work to, you know or and, this one to to work out or this one to succeed and it's such a fine line between that and getting caught up in the thought of that success as in you're imagining them already being there when the facts of the matter is that man they fucked up and they they slide through your defenses like that. So then here's the conundrum. Do you succumb to being bitter because you let that slide through and then never let anybody else in? Or do you just chalk it up to a matter of, well, I should I should probably do better next time and just trust that you still have uh, more than a modicum of of powerful skill set to know how to handle that situation, and that is a huge thing for people like us in this field who are like actually making real strong, undeniable effort um, to succeed at our skill. It's it's a it's a hell of a like it's a hell of a task. Yep. You know, so coming back to the the train station, all of that is what was going on in my head. It's it's one of the reasons why I had to put the headphones on. I knew that that was the core of my fucking old man grumpiness, <laughs> and I I didn't recognize it until we got in the cab. Like, leaving the house, I didn't realize it until we got in the cab. I was like, fuck. (laughs) 
so then I had to I, I I put the headphones on and then I started working through it working through it working through it working through it because it was just it was it wasn't even overwhelming it was just it was bitchy it was straight up bitchy in my head it was bitchy it's like my entire internal shaman knew yeah we gonna forgive this bitch (laughs) (laughs) and my mundane gemini self lived fuck you (laughs) we put a hate on that bitch for like two years fuck that (laughs) and there goes my swearing tantrum like (laughs) like you know what i mean like this is exactly what what was happening in my head and i had to let that play out i had to let the battle play out well you say that a lot with a lot of these things that you rebel because you have this natural instinct to just rebel oh, i do my my i i have a complete a complete i don't even know what other word can i use for complete here like absolute oh for sure i have a i have an absolute state of dragon and it took me quite a number of years to just acknowledge that this is this is who I am. Injustice comes around, dragging out. Bullies come around, dragging out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? People taking advantage of other people or trying to take advantage of me, dragging the fuck out. Like, it's just, that's my first go-to. So all of the shamanistic skill that I've learned over the years wasn't to temper the dragon. It was to be able to find a way to negotiate working with my dragon, with my dragon nature, with everything that has to do with breathing fire. You know, not every problem can be solved. And I know you've never heard me say this, but not every problem can be solved. We're blowing shit up. <laughs> You've said that before. Have I? Oh, I forgot then. <clears throat> you have said that a couple of times. Usually to me when I'm blowing things up. <laughs> Probably just reminding myself. But that, that's what made me think of, of this particular set of three-word topic tonight. Because well, Where does the compassion and care fit in? I, I think, contextually, if you are going to involve forgiveness, you have to care about yourself. You know... And the only way you can truly care about yourself, and uh, maybe this might not be grammatically correct for saying, but like the only way to truly care about yourself is with self-care. And the deepest level of self-care is to be compassionate to one's self. That is true. I mean, I've had to do some recent learning mm-hmm. about the levels of self-care right yeah because self-care is used a lot these days Mm -hmm. but trying to find out what self-care is for you or what 
what exactly you need to do to get to that. Mm-hmm. It can be very different, but I think that's an interesting point to make is that that compassion for yourself is where it's at. It's not about an action. It's about, I mean, the well, actions yeah. have to, you know, help gratify be, that compassion. Yeah, they have to be the result of, of understanding that you have to have compassion for yourself. Like especially okay, look at my look at my recent like you know Facebook rants. The the biggest reason that I go after sorry, that's all right. The biggest reason I go after all of my guys to like if I have to bludgeon them on the head, I will I'll physically bludgeon them on the head because I've been through it. You have to stand up. You have to stand up and stand your ground. Your mental health is no joke. This bullshit of how women get away with treating guys, you know, and then demanding that we, you know, we men have to be like, you have to be a man, you have to provide, you have to do, and then what do you do? Like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, what the fuck are you actually bringing to the table? And there are guys out there who are taking this shit. And they are miserable as fuck, but they so far in to the relationship that they just, like, where else do they go? And while we actually have a lot of guys that do the, the same as well, like the, you know, they want the power woman who's going to do everything for them. Right, so and, there and are those. There seems to be... I don't know if it's more of a prevalence or more of just a knowledge about these types of men existing, but we get those. And then there's just so many interpretations of what responsibilities and duties are and what expectations should be and, you know, manpower, woman power. When what it really boils down to is have the frickin' balls to communicate clearly. And care and compassion. Well, that and for, actually, you could even say and forgiveness because you got to forgive each other's errors. I mean, you and I have made errors, for example. Yes. And things that are really deeply awful for each other, but we, you know, you communicate through it. You recognize that at the bottom, you do love each other. Mm-hmm. You work through the problem. For me, it's always math, very mathematical. But, right. Yes. You know, we work through it, and then. You do have to forgive that so that you can move forward. And sure, usually it's, you know, a few quiet uh, days. <laughs> yeah, but even but even even those quiet days. Like those quiet we, days afterward where we're we, not quite sure what we want to do with each other at that point. Right, but uh, in my, not defense, but in my world of those quiet days, he, let me let me articulate you know, for you, for the audience, let me articulate what those quiet days mean for me. Those quiet days after a resolution is me replaying how did I contribute to this? And how can I readjust the way that I think so that there's better communication in any future conflict 
it, like you understand because it's to me it's more important like i don't give a fuck about the the conflict i give a fuck about the communication mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is the thing that we built our life on you know for, for our audience like when 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 sage and i met we talked each other's ears off for two years and i mean even in our first few months where we were just like friends it was i mean we found the connection there with each other that we were both interested the spiritual you were teaching and training me to hone my skill and we talked and talked yeah it wasn't the only thing we talked about like we talked about but then as we ended up getting into more of a relationship type status um then yeah we spoke about everything like the it, the the, like, the only oh, way to the connect conversations yeah. hours and we love to sit in the car yes and and freak the and neighbors out when we're sitting in front of our place but there have been times <laughs> we ended up sitting in the car a full two hours after coming back from like um work or you know, wherever we yeah were. you usually work i think at that point yeah we sit we we're that weird couple that was sitting in front of sit in front of our own space in the car and have a two-hour conversation and then go inside <laughs> if, but if, for us if the you're car weird was like the that safe, that's cool <laughs> the car was a safe place it was well any vehicle that yeah. we've had has been a safe place yeah we we created we that safe space that adventuring thing and yeah. that that mobile capability yeah so for me the just coming back to the point you really have to care about yourself in order to understand that it's important to be compassionate to your own personal mental health. Like, I can't begin to stress that enough. Like, being with you has really cemented that for me when I didn't even know that I had permission to do that for myself. Well, when we met, you were a pretty broken up person. Oh, I was, I was I mean, destroyed. You had a lot of the essence of you still, and our like our conversations were epic, which is what brought us together so deeply. Yes, um, you were still capable of that, but as a person, you were broken. Like the, your your emotional state was very broken. Yeah. And yes, it was. at that point, I was kind of at the end of my tether with things not working out. So it was mm-hmm. a pretty rough go of us both trying to heal ourselves together while in a new relationship. It was quite a whole thing. It was. And, and it was did take us like that first year together. It took, like there were so many ups and downs, it was nuts. And yep. then it started to ease a bit, but it really, it was only in the last five years or so that we've been really comfortable and i don't well, know about I, you but i, I certainly say, find the last two years just non-issue yeah I, I think i think the last couple of years have been to be perfectly relaxed have we even had an argument in the last two years or a, i should mm. i shouldn't say an argument i should say a um different uh, difference of opinion well we've had many differences of opinion many but the the one point that i think that I know is formidable is that right from the jump we made a a lock 
that no matter what, communication is our mainstay. And that is true. We did. Because we knew in our hearts, like that the deepest part, that we had that soulmate connection, that deep level care. And we would figure out how to work through things. There were times that we have actually lived apart for periods of time. Yeah, we did. It's the nature of our relationship, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. It's not like we were separated, per se. It's just, you know, physically it was very convenient to not be together. We're like, hey, this is great for a little bit, and it really (laughs) has help. It always seems to bring us back together. A little bit of space to... Yeah. And I think for for a lot of people, they are deathly afraid of their of their significant person being away from them. And many would claim that it's trust issue, but I don't think, I mean, based on us, based on all of the couples that we've coached, based on all of the mentees that I've mentored, all the students that I've taught, I'm coming more and more into the understanding. It's not trust issues. It is a, it's just a serious lack of communication. Because if you communicate to that person in no uncertain terms that I'm your guy or I'm your girl or I am your it, <laughs> whatever you identify as, right? If you, in, in Z, with zero... Um, zero backlash you know you, you you say that to that person and you know you find means and ways of demonstrating that that's the case proof is in synchronized repetition in, in, in science the scientific method is you create that hypothesis and then you run experiments. You see which experiments work, you know, based on your observation. But then you have to repeat the experiments to see if you get the same result. And then you have to match it against a control experiment, you know? And if you are able to clearly identify that when you change parameters, you don't get the desired result, and then when you put those parameters back, you get the desired result, then you know you have a successful method. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, I have and a, a relationship. And a relationship is no different. Like, if, if you don't, just before you say that, mm-hmm. so try and hold on to the thought. If, if, you, if you're in a relationship where your communication is absolute shit, right from the jump, and you're always, like, trying to buffer something, or you're always trying to make a scheme, or you're always trying to test something without actually coming out and saying it, you're going to fuck up the relationship. Like, there's no two ways about it. It, it. That method hasn't worked for relationships in millions of years. There's no story. There's no human story ever told where when you have two people that do that to each other, where that relationship works out. 
you could check further back from sh- before Shakespeare, any of those stories told, where that's a situation where people are scheming, the relationship never works out. So why on earth do people still subscribe to this shit? It's never worked. So we've talked a lot about this and my thought here because we do lead our communications as i'll put it our conversations sometimes heated discussions many times heated discussions (laughs) yeah well Uh, but we do leave them those that compassion care forgiveness concept right you try to understand the other person feel for them you know the care is always there and then you work through and forgive as need be Mm -hmm. but i had a thought here because so many of these important conversations that we indicate mm-hmm. here in our podcast, we don't actually have those discussions anymore because they're so old. So I was thinking maybe this we should true. give a five-minute indication of, like, an example of a conversation, like, kind of play through, role-play a bit of a conversation that we've actually had with that, especially with that concept of separation and where people's fears are. What do you think? Give people a little idea as to how you can bring that up. I think we should save that for part two. Because okay. that, that would take us another three hours. Oh, why? Because, because we're going to dissect it? Well, no, because of, the, of our communication. Like, our communication is that detailed. Because mm-hmm. we actually delve into every possible nitty-gritty like look for example when let's take one of the early ones me not being able to be in the kitchen while you were preparing food right and that was that that was a that was a relationship threatener oh that was huge cuz i i i never experienced it so i didn't understand it it took us two years to talk through that because Definitely. you weren't even comfortable talking about it. Yeah, we had to get it through a lot of side things to really get into the actual, you know, I take little brief forays into it with a snippet and a snippet. And I, I, had, to have, and I had to have patience with you being able to, when, I had to understand that there was no physical way for you to even begin to address it, let alone to try to analyze and talk about it. And you had, like, at the same time, like, not to make it seem like I'm the only one, you had massive issues that you couldn't really speak about either. Oh, God, yeah. A lot of it was about past relationships and such. But even you growing up, it was very difficult to get deep information out of you for a while. Yes. Because you had learned that anything you say could be used against you. Exactly. And so you still had to learn that trust. And all we were were patient and gentle with each other. Like, that's where the compassion came in, the compassion that we both have things that are going to take some time. Again, care all throughout, and you just... And see, that's, that's why I say you have to have serious care for yourself, because if you didn't understand that the pain I was going through was that was as deep as the pain that you were going through, there was no there would have been no way for you to understand your own compassion. 
Yes. And I, there's no way that I would have understood my own compassion if I didn't understand, oh, this is like a real deep, like traumatic trigger. Shit, I have those. Maybe I should just back the fuck up for a second. <laughs> yeah, we were we were pretty bad at backing backing the fuck up there at first. <laughs> Hence those heated discussions where yeah. we would often end with, end with "I cannot finish this right now." Yeah, and see, even but okay. even in that, we had the respect for each other to yes, you know, put a pause on it. Yes, and in it every previous situation that i had been in i had never experienced where when i used those words that my female partner would just shut the fuck up and leave me to my thoughts so i could get back to calm and for me i think a few times my thing was like to identify that i was still mad at you yes be like Making supper. I'm still mad at you. Right. So if you want to play, come help yourself. <laughs> right. Which is understandable <laughs> because we understood that this is a pause. It doesn't make shit better. It's a pause. Like, the purpose of a pause is, okay, I Overnight have, or the next day after work, you yeah, come back to the I thing. Have, okay. You finish processing some, some thoughts. For, for our listeners, this is years ago, right? So you have to, I'm going to give you the thing that we did this this is just for you guys listen listen up right uh argument or major disagreement pause does not mean the issue is resolved it doesn't mean that you could just let's not talk about this it'll go away on its own fuck that bullshit that is not what a pause is if you can respect the fact that each other is unable to finish discussing this disagreement or arguing the points to the disagreement, then pause. But it means that there's no more vocabulary. There's no more words that you can use to describe what's going on for you, how the situation is affecting you. There's no more emotional content that you can effectively express. My way of saying that is it's we would put a pause when we both reached the point where we were both getting mad and not actually staying on the topic and just making things worse. Right. So that's the female. And both of, of us of just getting said, right? that, that's, angrier. Exactly. So we would pause. And we could still be angry at each other. That's and that's the but biggest we would part both like take that to you know eat sleep. If we were really mad at each other, one of us would probably sleep on the floor or on the couch or somewhere else. If we were especially mad, other times <laughs> I was bad for putting a pillow barrier, right? <laughs> Things like that. You know, if we were especially mad, otherwise, otherwise we would just. <laughs> At but, least not face it. But, but that's the point the of thing it. Is, you, you, know, be, you have to you respect, sleep, you have to respect you that up. the other person is mad. And, yeah. Respect that madness. You know, amazingly, after waking up, you know, and kind of going through your day, maybe even going to work or one of you going to work, yeah, there's still a lot of anger there, but you start to kind of understand where your issues are. 
Right. So and one of you, one one of you are there. Whoever usually whoever has been ruminating over it more throughout the day, as soon as you see each other, start back. Okay, we need to finish this. Right. But are you ready now, or do you need to eat first? <laughs> right. But even at that, it's it. The core of it is based on we are in a relationship, and there this is a juncture in the relationship. So you and me, we have to figure this out. And you have to respect the kiss. I don't know if this happens more for guys or less for guys. But what I do know is from my experience, women do this a hell of a lot more than men do. This has been my experience. Women won't ever just back off. They, it's like a blatant, flat-out refusal to back off and give the space for that guy to understand the situation, give him a chance to make his points, give him a chance to describe how he feels about the situation. Most women approach it that he should never have a chance to do that because it's all his fault. And if you go into any kind of argument with that level of debauchery, you're not going to have a relationship too much longer. It is that simple. It is the hardest thing to do. I promise you, it will challenge the very core of your bloodstream. But you got to know that you both are in that relationship and you're working at resolving an issue so that you could get back to harmony. That's the purpose of an argument. That's the purpose of a disagreement. Yeah. The, 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 there's a break in transmission. What the fuck? Okay, we got to solve this because we got to get back to harmony. If you're not thinking we have to get back to harmony, why are you in a relationship? So I want to quickly interject something. Go for it. So when you say your experience has been that mostly women do this, mm-hmm. oddly, I, I, I've been thinking it through. Mm-hmm. My experience has been that mostly men do that. It's so weird. Right? Maybe we won't get it all right now, but it's a perception or just our simple experiences because we come from very two different walks of life. This is true. No, it's yeah. true. It's, very, it's quite yeah. true. And anyway, that's why so, I say, like, I, I, so this is interesting for people to hear. Just when we have had a difference in, well, difference in opinion, I suppose. And it's more I, I, a difference I, I, in experience. I was I just suppose. about to say that. Yeah, yeah. it's not even an opinion. We're just talking about our experiences. Is it, that's all it is. Yeah, it's a very clear difference in experience. Yeah. Um, so our conversation got into this. Um, we are going to have a slightly shorter podcast tonight just because, as we said, we're just um, <laughs> just after our long day and honestly just waiting for a takeaway to arrive. Um, so <laughs> <Yes>. we, <laughs> well, we have a you, little more time. Just You get us between, that, between when we ordered and, <laughs> and when it arrives. And apparently it's taken a long time tonight, so you guys are lucky. <laughs> My, my tummy is not, and you've probably all heard my suppressed yawns a number of times so far. 
just just for the record i asked sage once we got home and once we put the little one to bed i said hey you think you have some left in you to do a to, to do a podcast and she was like no no i don't think so i don't think so and then Faust followed up with you want to make food i'm hungry or should we order something i'm like no order and then then she said well i guess since we're waiting we might as well <laughs> right because i realized like we're waiting and we're gonna start talking and i'm like we're gonna start talking why don't we just turn on the podcast then? Is that not the point? I know we're going to start talking. Let's just cut through the, oh, we should turn it on and turn it on before we start talking. Because it was going to happen. Yeah, either way. The only difference is I'm trying to control my yawns for you guys. With or without you guys, we talk like the dickens. So <laughs> might as well let you in on a few conversations. You know, as many as we can. Yeah. Maybe not some of our... <laughs> crazy crazy ones where we go a little off the handle on oh, current right. events and stuff because we don't want to necessarily get all those opinions out and go and no. we're not we're not quite there yet you know and mostly most of those discussions are really just trying to understand exactly what's happening and why it's happening it's we're less of those well i think da 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 it's more like why are you've they heard, doing this what is the real you've you've already said too much <laughs> Okay, I just I just thought it was interesting, like that we really. It, no, it it is. We it really is, are but, interested in the concepts and ideas of things. We're, we're not going there. <laughs> yeah, we're not going there. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm a little sleepy, so in my head, in my sleepy head, it related to the whole and, heated and discussions agree. and I things. Agree. I a hundred percent agree that it is related. I, I'm 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 not ready for us. How to many how many couples do get like really heated and argumentative over current events? Well, I know quite a few. Just a just a thought. I don't. I know quite a few, and mm -hmm. in my previous situations, it, it, like you, there were certain topics that you just didn't discuss when you got to family gatherings. Yeah, you've got a lot of that, and. You I know. grew up with more of you don't talk about, you know, you don't talk about money, you don't talk about politics, you don't talk about religion, you don't talk about, <laughs> there's just all these topics that you don't bring up, you don't really discuss. Yeah. And maybe that was to avoid any argument. Well, like I, for my yeah. parents, I don't know if they, if like they knew individually what the, who the other voted for or anything like that, for example. See, and that's it's such a strange <laughs> concept to me. Money and, and is kept separate between them and things like that. It's it's that, very that's another thing that I never very grew different up from with. what we do. Well, I never grew up with that. Like I, I didn't, I never understood that that's a way to live because I never grew up with that. And it's interesting because when I think about it, I wonder because you know I experienced a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could those arguments have been lessened if they shared more? Well, absolutely, because, well, not even just that. Or would they See, have been more argumentative by having different opinions? No, sharing is one thing. Having different opinions is, is another thing. But, like we established, the core is communication. And that you must, at all costs, respect the communication of the other person. Period. 
You know what I mean? If, if you're and identifying, I see where that definitely broke down right. in some so of if, the experiences that I've seen in my life, if, if like you, those around me. Right. So the 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 premise is that communication must be there, but you can't be like rude attacking as a part of the communication because then that's going to result in me rude defending. You understand what I mean? And it is hard sometimes to hold that back. It's fucking, it's hard. It's, it's like, do you have any, any idea how many times I just wanted to be telling you, rah, rah, rah. you know, rah, you're so wrong. You, why are you even thinking this? You're freaking stupid. <laughs> Things like that. But I know there's no need for it. It's yes. not solving a problem. It's not doing anything. It's just a heat of the moment thing that's going to make things worse. Well, so when you have something that's like that in your head, like that's we could we could that's we, us establishing things. No name even, calling. We could even go to 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 my Caribbean nature to yell all the time. Like <laughs> right, like you just you get raised this, and excited and this this is this is Caribbean nature. If, if there's a problem, there's a problem. Let's get the fucking megaphone out. <laughs> And let's get the megaphone out, and we're going to talk at speed times two. <laughs> right, and so for me, growing up with a fair few arguments around, that uh, took a bit for me to understand that. But that, that again, comes into that care part, really, when you yes. think about it. In anything. I had to stop and care about the fact that you experienced that the majority of your life. And that and, is not a way that I'm going to get through to you. I had to care about And on the flip, that. I had to realize that I can't let that get to me so hard when it's you. Because right, that exactly. is, it's your nature. It's what, it's how you were brought up. It's just excitement or intensity. Yes. And, and rather than anger. And I had to, I really had to hone that into my brain and understand that when specific, like I was like, Okay, I don't necessarily have to do that and apply that to anyone else, but for you specifically, this person, my person, mm -hmm. I have to understand that this is going to happen because it's not going to be eradicated completely. It's going to happen. I just try to understand. Remember the words, he's loud when he's passionate. Yes. <laughs> Please do not take that the wrong way, people. <laughs> PG here. Yes. <laughs> like like I said earlier in the conversation, Dragon Mode. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 is my that is my core. Uh, straight Can up everybody back. hear me roar? I mean, you just imagine if you if you walked up to a mythical dragon, oh my god, you're so cute. What's your name? He opens his mouth and tells you his name and you turn to a crisp. Like <laughs> what are you gonna do? We should have made food. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm too tired. We're in a podcast. So now you guys are getting a little more of the unadulterated, unprofessional version of me. Apparently, our takeaway is going to be later than expected again. And oh, for the love of God. We should have just figured out how to make food from the puberties. We need a grocery shop. We're a little late on the grocery shopping here. And as so many other people can probably relate, you get down to ingredients. And you really don't want to put the ingredients together into food. <laughs> so after after a couple days of some some great outings and conversation, you know I'm going to name this one right. 
No. Compassion, uh, care, forgiveness, and takeout. <laughs> and takeout. Yes. And so much of this is around takeout. Like at this point, I'm thinking we should have just made a fruit bowl to call it out. <laughs> With the, what, three fruits we still have in the fridge? <laughs> We're a little bare in the fridge here today. <laughs> A mango, a mango and two apples is a fruit bowl. <laughs> oh no, no, we're that's laughing. Okay. That's okay. We're, we're, <laughs> you're so tired. So, Holy shit, you're tired. I'm so done. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe you should probably sit up. See, it's a good thing we didn't start video because you'd be messed up right now. <laughs> I'm also not wearing a bra. I don't think we'd be doing a video. Oh god. <laughs> we walked in the house. The, well, the bra was off on the travels home. Oh, the bra man. was off before we were home. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing our our comp, our our people's like our like real chill because because <laughs> my bra was digging in yeah like they they were cool they like, were cool with you just being i was wearing a big thick sweater though so yeah you know so they were they were cool with you just chilling out so probably wouldn't have noticed if you didn't know me well enough right yeah oh man uh, all right so a little so. bit of ruckus conversation for everybody tonight <laughs> <laughs> a little more and more of the unadulterated we're tired yeah. mode and hungry maybe we should end this before we do something we I was just get about too to crazy s- i was just about to say um do you think you have like um any kind of summary words that you want to pass on on those three words <clears throat> i mean Mostly, I was curious where your thoughts were tonight, but now that we've gotten into it, we I mean, we brought up again the communication is key, so we keep bringing that up, and it really is true. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose something, because I know they bring up points that, I, that we didn't quite get back to the way I was Remember, thinking we, of we'll it. We'll do a part two, right? So, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking about that shame, like, that yeah. feeling ashamed yeah, thing yeah, and such yeah. like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk but about that next time. Just think of, the, like, these these things, the compassion, the care, forgiveness, that these are, I mean, you hear these words all the time, but think about how they relate to each other, and it kind of brings, brings your brain into a different thing, because I wasn't really, I was kind of wondering where he was going with this in the beginning, mm. where you were. And it brought us into some really interesting places. So they're really, like, they're really integral in almost any peopling. Yeah. Peopling, that's a serious one. So understand where where each of these concepts apply in your life. Maybe have a good sit and think about these in your think spot. Yeah. You know, where do these come up? Do you have any of these that you need to start, that you need to put a little application into? Mm-hmm. That Because it's sitting somewhere deep in your chest and causing you problems. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of where my head is at. Could be the reason why you might be having chest problems. Well, that too. Like we're just being serious. Like we're not like we're not. Like, I mean, these words they're around thrown around so so often that we think a very specific connotation when we hear them. Mm-hmm. Without actually going or, further into or, it, or you know, catchphrases. Yeah. Without going further into it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's all we like to. We really like to delve into mm. concepts and words. So do that yourself too. Yeah, I like that. I think if if delve deep into these common concepts and find the re- the truth of them, yeah, and apply it to yeah. your life. There. There That's you some go. closing words. That was that was nice. That was crisp. My my thoughts would be you have the right to care about yourself. You have the right to be compassionate to yourself. And for the love of everything that is sane forgive yourself if, if you do nothing else in this life do those three that's that's what I got good night everybody or good morning it's morning yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're out see you soon <laughs>